This is Midnight Downloads. A podcast exploring our current realities from a spiritual lens through stories, experience, loss, and love. And we're your hosts, Tanya Garrett and Ashley Warning. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm so excited. We are talking about trees, but we're also really going deep into just like Mother Earth and outside and the plant kingdom in general. And I don't know if you've noticed, but every episode I find a reason to bring up a tree. So I'm just really excited to go over a little like protocol, how to approach them, and really just in general talk about plants and how they can support us in this human experience. So Tanya, what's what's going on with you and plants? How did it all start with you? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because the person I am now, is like like we mentioned, we love nature, but growing up, I was a big city person. I loved to be in the city. I thought nature was boring. What was the point of it? And I want to say maybe around my 30th birthday, I just, when I was really starting the self-care journey, I had the need to want to be in nature. And it was completely something new for me. So as I was turning 30, I was telling my, my loved ones and friends for planning because I was planning on doing something big. You know, you're turning 30. Mm-hmm. And originally, you know, we're always thinking, is it going to be a big party? And out of nowhere, I was like, you know what? Let's go camping. And I remember my family being like, what? And my, <laughs> my then boyfriend, now husband was like, um okay, tell me more. And I kept thinking like, you know, I want to be under the stars, near trees. And I I was dead set on camping, being intense, being somewhere Mm -hmm. where there was no technology. And I was excited about it. And my loved ones really were able to translate and really know what that meant. Mm -hmm. I wanted glamping, which is exactly (laughs) what they did. You know, like... (laughs) I love that though. You know, like we were in this really great cabin. All of my close friends came and it was funny because, you know, we had electricity. We all had nice heated rooms. And I left that experience thinking I was in nature and camping. And (laughs) I guess I say this story to share, like nature comes in all different sizes and shapes and we can appreciate it, you know, what, how it feels meaningful and comfortable to us because I think if I really going from city life never being in nature to kind of like literally sleeping on the ground under the stars I'm sure there would be some beauty but there would also be some shock too and so for sure you know I felt like that was a nice little step into the direction of just being in nature appreciating um, the outside the outdoors and really learning to love it in my own way and, mm, you know, since that. then, I've just kind of noticed for myself, there have been so many benefits of like, just feeling calm, you know, being able to relax. Um, I've even read some studies saying that, you know, being in nature helps you boost your mood. Mm-hmm. It also helps your cognitive development. Mm-hmm. And not just but like totally being in the forest, but like if you're able to see greenery, that actually helps you as well. So I always remember that memory of like, me stepping into nature my own way through glamping (laughs) no I love that that's so funny but yeah you got to figure it out on your own terms and like how can you move through it for you 
Um, for me, I grew up camping. I grew up in Michigan, so our family went camping a lot. Um, like we did the tent thing, all of that. Um, mm-hmm. So I've always felt really comfortable. I was always the kid that was like climbing trees and needed to be rescued out of the tree. And But I've always wanted to hang out. Like um, where I live now is where I grew up. So we have like a good little like I don't want to call it a forest, but like a good little like wooded area. So like if you go out to the front, it looks like a normal city street. You go out to the back, it's a completely different thing. Like big oh, wow. lush trees. So it's I've always been around it growing up. So it's always been something that's kind of there and I've had the connection, but I didn't really start getting into it. And like, like talking, yes, like talking to the trees and being like in, you know, just inspired by them and making that mm-hmm. like intentional connection, probably until like 2021, realistically, like, I feel like your sister, Sarita is the one who really was, got me into it. She was telling me about a like a city tree, because we lived in, um, in the same neighborhood, and mm-hmm. how basically the tree wasn't doing that well. Like, I don't remember if it like part of it got cut down or something. But she started talking to it more and she could see the difference. And I had a tree in my front yard, like it wasn't my front yard because I lived in like a three story building. But it was like, you know, those city trees that you can just walk down the sidewalk and see a random tree, but it's in like Mm -hmm. a little crate, essentially. Mm -hmm. It was. Yeah, it was one of those. And. I had said little things to him before, like, um, if it, like, hit my window, I'd be like, whoa, it's windy out there or something like that, you know, but we really started talking, and I feel like he changed so much, like, during that time, Aww. and I've, yeah, and I've been really lucky to, like I said, where I live now is where I grew up, so those same trees have known me my whole life, so, like, it, I didn't have to go through, like, a getting to know you phase with the mm-hmm. trees in my backyard, which was really nice. But like you were saying, like, you got to do it on your own terms. Like, even when I go check the mail, sometimes I'll go do it barefoot so I can just have my feet in dirt and grass really quick and I'll say hi to the sun. And that's nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely is. Connecting on how what feels meaningful to you. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like it's something that I've grown and I, I wanted to mention, like, taking your time because I think when I thought about nature in the past and just being a quote unquote plant person, I had to kind of go all in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I kind of sometimes have that intensity about me. And I think it's when we organically find out how we want to be in nature, because I feel like it's a, just a natural pull that everyone feels sometimes in some capacity of just really appreciating a beautiful landscape or if you're at the park, like listening to the birds and, um, exactly. Oh, yeah. Having house plants, you know, so it, it's just cool to see how you meaning me as a person have come to just really see it as part of my toolkit being in nature, but being in it in a way that feels organic and authentic to me. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not just running off into some random woods and like trying to figure it out. Like I'm mm-hmm. listening to my intuition again, simple little things like even being barefoot for like 30 seconds outside makes me feel more grounded mm-hmm. yeah so I guess you should we hop into some trees some more or yeah let's do it so tell me how you you know how are you connecting with trees right now 
Okay, so I have a tree in my backyard. I call him Phil. And I feel like that is my human brain making up, like, a name for I him. That. For sure. But I asked him, I was like, what do you want me to call you? And that's what popped in my head. So that's what I call him. And I'm pretty lucky because I can see him from my bedroom. So even when Aww. it's, like, cold and, like, winter out, we still chit-chat even if I'm not, like, going outside. Um, mm-hmm. But where I like take the trash out is not that far for him. So when I do that, I always say hi. Or I talk about the kids I babysit all the time. Like I even have them saying hi to Phil, um, which yeah. is like, they're like, oh yeah, hey Phil. Like when it was um, March 20th, like the first day of spring, like we went out there and we like made up a song for Phil. And like, we're like, it's springtime and like sung to him. And Aww. yeah, but I do lots of stuff. I um, go out there and I will take a couple of deep breaths with him sometimes I do like a whole like like I'll say hi to the sun and we'll chit chat with the sun and involve her and like me and Phil will like breathe together sometimes I'll like rant to him if I don't want to like tell anybody else about random things trees are really good with negative energy so I'll do that um, and I feel like he gives me a lot of signs like it will be completely still out no wind no nothing and I'll say something and then a big gust of wind will come and that will be like a confirmation to something or something Mm -hmm. will fall out of him or like a certain bird will fly by. So it's just all connecting. I feel like I could even like stick my hand out and be like, high five, Phil, and like a branch will lower down, you know? So that is beautiful. And I love that because I feel like trees are just so majestic, you know, they, they really are. I think of them as like elders because they do Mm -hmm. carry so much wisdom. Um, For me, (laughs) I have a a, a love and interesting relationship with trees because I say love um, because when I was trying to get into photography and to learn how to take pictures, um, a lot of the pictures that I have are just of beautiful trees, you know, that I see. And one of them in particular, it actually just happened this fall where all of the other trees in the neighborhood were just shedding their tree, their leaves. And this tree just had all of their leaves and they were this beautiful, like golden brown color. Mm -hmm. And it just looked really great. And I, I started to notice a lot of my photography where the tree is the focus point. And it's just a beautiful picture just, you know, to admire and bring in beauty in my life. And like you, I, you know, heard stories about the benefits of trees and how they can help you neutralize any intense energy. Um, And in fact, I was reading, you know, when we were thinking about preparing for the episode, thinking about the science of this and thinking about it, um, you know, when you're thinking about the atom having, you know, the positive and the negative, the protons and electrons, sometimes in our day-to-day lives, um, our atoms can lose their electrons and become free radicals and kind of be out of balance. Mm -hmm. And when we, you know, hug a tree or ground ourselves in the dirt, we're absorbing those electrons and like helping us balance out our system. Um, And I'll link the article that I read that had this great information because it was kind of like something we already know and felt, but just kind of describing what was happening But I have a funny story for me relating to trees because as I'm in this journey of, you know, meditating and just trying out different things, I I really, yeah, as a student of life and a student of, like you said, discovery, I thought, you know what, I'm going to go try 
and talk to a tree. I'm going to go hug a tree and see how I feel. And it's just going to be magical. And mind you, listeners, I live in Chicago. Okay. (laughs) In the city. So I go up to this city tree. And it was early in the morning because I wanted some privacy when I was doing it, too, because I felt like it was a very intimate moment, you know? For sure. I've definitely been, like, caught in Chicago, like, two hands out of two <laughs> and people walking by. And I'm like, I feel like no one cares either. Like, being in the city, you know, we're so crazy. But I wanted to have an intimate moment with the tree. So early in the morning, I get up and I go to this city tree close to my house. And I... I don't hug it, but I put my hands on it. And I'm like, you know, tree, can I just share my burdens? Can I just, you know, really vent to you? And the only way I can describe it, guys, is was just this feeling. You know how you have a feeling of when you're feeling warm and welcomed, but also when you're feeling like backup. And I immediately had this feeling of like, oh, backup. No, no, I don't. No, don't bother me with your burdens I have enough (laughs) to worry about and so it was funny because I felt like this energy of just being put in check by this city tree like no I don't know you like you know and it was funny and I think we are going to start to talk about tree etiquette and other things because you know you wouldn't really go up to some stranger and say hey can I vent to you and I kind of had to learn the hard way (laughs) 100% you need some etiquette when you're doing this and you need to have some practice and and introduce yourself and have some familiarity. And so to this day, I still respect this elder tree, but I also respect the tree's boundaries. Okay. It's just like, no, not having it. (laughs) No, I, I love that. That's, that's happened to me before. Like last summer I was like having a bad day and I went to, I didn't go to my tree in the backyard. I went for a walk and I just like sat down in this little like open area with a bunch of trees and I like leaned on this tree and started to rant and I was like almost crying and like having a whole thing And this tree was like I got the energy of like hello like you're not even gonna like say what's up introduce yourself like what's up and as I was doing that I felt the energy of like we can talk but you cannot just lean and cry all over me and do this and as that was happening literally like a leaf and like a bug fell out to be like back up out of the tree so I was like okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and you know i think about sometimes what the city and i think other trees just being in really compromised positions where you know they're surrounded by concrete who knows what's going on under the soil where maybe there's like you know tunnels and things plowing through so it's just a lot of stress and i think for me personally i think you as well actually let me know but like as we become more aware of our healing we just become more compassionate and aware mm-hmm. of other living creatures plants included and, and wondering you know how can we make it better for them you know a hundred percent yeah that's it's a living breathing organism like it has energy of its own it has its own life with or without you <laughs> like mm-hmm. and really they do stuff for us way more I mean we cut them down and do move them around and put them in concrete and stuff so really we need them way more than they could ever need us and like you were talking about the city trees like the tree in front of my old apartment Oliver I uh <laughs> yeah I felt so, like his roots I was like you gotta be like what's going on and I do think it was easier for us because we had had little conversations and 
I could see him directly outside of my window. So we had a little bit of familiarity going and, but proper tree etiquette is definitely important. I think like you were saying, like, you just don't go up to a stranger. You got to get to like know them a little bit. And that could start Mm -hmm. with like just saying hi every day. If you pass them on like your morning commute or something, just noticing them, acknowledging them. I've even gotten to the point, like, if I'm walking and see like really pretty flowers that I want like a close up on, I ask permission to take a picture. Like if I want to take a picture, like this is mm-hmm. okay. Cause it's yeah. like, they, I don't know their life. Maybe they're not in the mood or maybe they don't feel like the prettiest or I don't know, like whatever it is. So I think it's just listening to your intuition too. And mm-hmm. definitely like asking before you like full on hug or touch or whatever and sometimes like I've been walking and I feel like a tree has like stopped me to Mm -hmm. be like hey and I'll you know sit and chat a second if I have the time or I'll send them energy but a lot of times especially in Chicago I would just like go on walks and just say hi to trees like Mm -hmm. you look beautiful today your leaves are so pretty like stuff like that yeah and you know for me especially listening to the boundaries I try to make sure in front of our space in our apartment like is there trash out there like how can I make it cleanly you know Mm -hmm. for me too you know beautifying the area look at but also just helping that space because it is you know they are in one spot (laughs) trying to help that spot be as pleasant as can be um I do the same yeah trash yeah I'm slowly building up relationship with the trees nearest me and, and and it's been it's been fun. You know what I mean? Like when you start to kind of wake up to, you know, sometimes when I'm walking and this, I think this happened to me a lot this year of helping me get out of the moment in my head. So it might be something that, you know, you're kind of ruminating on thinking about if it's, you know, something going on at work or life, you're, you're walking, but you're not really present. Mm -hmm. And then oftentimes I feel like sometimes trees have been like a hello, look how beautiful I am. And, you know, you look up and you see how big and just beautiful a tree is and it kind of gets you and catches you in awe and it helps bring you back to that present moment of, Mm -hmm. you know, there is a time and place that I'm going to deal with whatever that matter is. But right now I'm just going to kind of, like you said, ground and admire this beauty and also breathe in that beautiful oxygen that it's providing, you know, and so they have been great teachers as well. Yeah, no, 100%. I really think it's a a practice of living in the moment, like you said. But I also think it's a really good practice of listening to your intuition because you're picking up on other energetic vibes, Mm -hmm. especially someone who can't physically talk like you and I or something and energy. So I feel like it's a really good practice of like just listening to your intuition for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it helps you get closer and also closer to feeling other energy, you know, the energy of the trees, of you know, hearing all the birds, all of that stuff. It, it is a very subtle practice. And like you said, the more you practice, the stronger, I think, that connection becomes. Yeah, like, like with anything. Like, so for me this week, my whole intention has been to do everything. Um, everything I do is an act of love. So like drinking tea, water, like whatever it is, like even talking to you, Tanya, now, like that's an act of love. And if it doesn't feel like an act of love, how can I like switch that out? Or how can I explore that topic more? And I feel like my tree talks. Well, also, I feel like I've been doing them more this week because I knew we were doing this episode. So I just like wanted to spend more time out there and whatever. And it's like nicer where I am right now, too. So that like just helps. But 
really thinking that as like an act of love, me spending time out there in nature and with the trees has been like really powerful as well. Oh, I love that. I actually think I might pick that up, the act of love, because it's like you're you're giving, it's the gift of giving, but that love is so reciprocated back, you know? Yeah. Wow. I love that. So I think, you know, we were talking about trees. I think we could even talk about other, you know, we could yeah. honestly go on forever about plants, guys, but we only have a couple of topics to try to narrow it down. This may be something in the future we revisit. We'll see. But yeah. I thought, you know, for us in particular, we've been really working with roses lately mm-hmm. and just the magic of roses. And for me, it's been interesting because, um, you know, I decided when I was doing some of um, my energy work and spiritual work of just to work with the rose and, and all the wisdom of the rose. And at the time, I thought, I'm going to try to work with roses in just any way I could. But then I kind of forgot about it. You know, I kind of like life went on. And then it was just interesting because recently I've just been noticing how impactful roses have been in my life. You know, when a loved one, especially, you know, shout out to my husband because he always um, just randomly surprises me by bringing me roses or if I had a rough day, he'd, you know, stop and bring me a single rose. And it just was so beautiful how it was an act of love, how roses are so beautiful. Um, I just noticed I was working with incense that had roses. And I, I realized, you know, I had an intention a couple of months ago of working with roses. And then I forgot. And then I looked in my life in the last couple of months and I have roses on my altar, roses in my artwork. Ro- you They've know, been stalking you. And yeah, you didn't it, realize it. Yeah. It was kind of like I asked, "Can that roses show up?" And then forgot about it. And then roses were like, "Well, we're here." You know, we're yeah. here. And it was just really beautiful. How about you, Ashley? How have you been connecting with roses lately? So it was kind of similar. Where like they were like sneaking up on me, and I wasn't even catching it for a while. And then I'd look <laughs> back and be like oh this make they've been there this whole time for sure um I mean it kind of started with I mentioned it I think last week how I have like new guides and things coming in and one of the goddesses I've been working with her sign is roses and so it's just been like popping up I'll see them um like a tarot deck like I said last week I wasn't even using it and then she kind of came into my life and it was like oh no this tarot deck was for her so now it's like just her tarot deck or even um I was like at a doctor's appointment and it was just like a checkup or whatever but I seen like a symbol of the rose all in like the doctor's office and like little things like that or I'll like see them out when I'm like starting to get like anxious or something so for me it's just been like a sign of love to be like, we are here, we are supporting you. Like, it's all about love. And I feel like it's kind of been a symbol of that and how I've kind of even got to the whole act of love thing. I feel like the roses have been like a part of that for sure. But I do have a question. So last summer, you and I were in a group called Heal and Rise and we were asked to do, to work with plant medicine. Was roses what you picked? Yes. I'm glad you brought that up. That's exactly when it was where I wanted to work with roses. And I said that was what I was going to do. And then roses were like, all right, we accept. Let's do this, you know. And I think just like you mentioned, 
um, I guess I'm highlighting these stories that like how supportive roses can be, how, so how supportive. you know, the symbol of love and bringing in love. And for me, it's been really helping me remember the feminine energy mm-hmm. and receiving, mm-hmm. you know, receiving the roses, you know, and also I feel like it's just been beauty also as well, you know, help remembering to be in beauty to help see how powerful it is. Like, you know, if you're just in a bad mood or not feeling well, to be in a beautiful space, to see a bouquet of flowers, whether it's a rose or anything, can just kind of boost your mood as well. Yeah. Yeah. So this has been a beautiful story about flowers and in general, you know, roses have been powerful. And I know we could even like kind of talk about other plants and giving appreciation to other plants because I know a lot of listeners, there's a lot of houseplant lovers out there. Um, I honestly am a big houseplant person because I think, as I mentioned in my story with glamping, I love being in nature and around nature, but kind of in my own way. You know, I'm probably not that kind of person who will love to go into the wilderness and, and, and you know, hike across I you know kind of thinking of the movie Wild right now. Maybe one day. <laughs> but for me, I um have been fortunate enough to have a lot of house plants. I think I have over 20 house plants in my house and oh, wow. I've been lucky that I with the exception of maybe one all have been gifted to me. And one or two all have been gifted to me. Um, we just feel that energy. Mhm. Yeah, and and it's interesting cuz I feel very proud because for at least like 10 of them, they showed up as little babies in this one little pot that I got. Um, and then I was able to replant them and they've grown. And for me, there's a lot of things I think that the power of plants, uh, house plants have had. One, I'll say um, the energy of the apartment for me, I can tell when I need to kind of maybe clean or maybe you know, any kind of energetic practice that you do. I know sage lately or cinnamon, burning cinnamon Mm -hmm. sticks has been, you know, for protection. But I notice sometimes if my plants are looking a little dull, they kind of are an indicator. It's time to kind of refresh the area, you know, or um, even just kind of like the act of cleaning them off, dusting them off for self-care. It reminds me of my self-care. So it's been really helpful. And, um, I was gifted from a dear friend, this uh, Monstetta plant. A lot of people also call it the Swiss cheese plant. Um, it's a very tropical plant. And so mm-hmm. when I first got it, I had to like, like literally learn how to care for it. And, you know, in the act of learning, I've created, um, it, it, it's because it's a tropical plant, plant, it requires a lot of humidity. So I kind of created this little plant spot corner in my apartment. I'm like looking at it right now. It's got its own little humidifier, its own little setup, you know, so it's also an act of beauty. But um, when I see the plant all the time, I'm like, oh, you know, I need to steam. I need to kind of do a little facial, you know. So I just feel like plants, house plants in particular, are a way for us to bring in nature and to bring in that magic of nature in the inside of our homes when we can't be directly in nature you know mm-hmm. that's what it's been for me um just kind of like the last couple of months in particular and it's funny because i started off with one and now i feel like i have a little community in the apartment and <laughs> we're making it work and, and, and I, I definitely feel like 
it's funny. My <laughs> my husband, like one time a plant wasn't doing so well. And I was like, let's go in the other room. And he's like, what? I'm like, I don't want to talk about the plant in front of them because in my mind, I care for them. They're a part of this community in the home. And so um, you start to get really, really close, you know, and form a connection. And a story that kind of comes to mind is the first time I started to think about plants that way. Um, I had a nerve plant. And since then, I also have, I think they're called calathea plants. And they're very particular, very, meaning they need particular circumstances to live. And so um, one of the great, I I heard a great um, plant store, I'll, I'll link the plant store. She mentioned, you know, when you're caring for a plant, is it kind of like the plant's going to be your roommate or is the plant going to be kind of like a child? And so for the nerve plant and this calathea plant, they very much were my babies and they require daily watering and daily care. And one day I came home, I think I was away like for a day and I came back and they fainted. They kind of like fell over. And I, I didn't know that they fainted at the time. And I got so scared. I was like, oh, my gosh. I watered them. And then all of a sudden, the nerve plant in particular, within a couple of hours, they just popped right back up. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I feel like the plant was giving me a sign, like, oh, I'm so tired and thirsty. Water me. And it was from there. It was kind of cool because it was a way of communication, like, we need water. you know. And so from there, I think we kind of grew and um, formed a, co- a connection and so it's just been really sweet these house plants oh no I love that I wish I was a house plant girly I'm just not I've tried it's just not what I do I much rather just go sit outside if I can or whatever mm-hmm. but I was gonna say when um, I asked you about your plant uh, ally that we picked last summer I couldn't pick one for a while. like I just it was hard for me to pick and then because I wanted to be able to like go and get it out myself I wanted to be able to like pick it and I can't even think of the one I picked now it was I know it was like wolf something or dog something and I was like okay my um I had a backup it was gonna be like some lilacs that were like growing in this wood space like down the street from me or whatever and I was like driving in the car with my grandma and I physically jumped out of the car I was like let me out right here let me out she's like what I'm like let me out it was only like two blocks away from my house so like I could get home really quickly and easily whatever she's like okay and I happened to have a plastic bag with me and I don't even know why I did and I just took the bag and jumped out because I saw the purple flowers and I was like okay I'm just gonna use these I need to pick a plant and then I walked behind or I looked up really I looked up and then I saw the plant that I had been wanting. So it had been like calling me. And it was crazy because that particular tree only sprouts those flowers for like a short amount of time. And I had walked by a couple days before. So I feel like it was waiting for me when I like went up. There were like a part, a lot of the tree had been like wilted or been like falling off. And there was like one section that was like alive. And like, I feel like they were waiting for me for sure. It was like, we're here, please take us, like, use us for this, and then I ended up making, like, a really cool tincture, and that was great. Oh, that's beautiful. It was almost like you didn't know because they picked you. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and I, like I was saying, I've always just felt connected to trees, and actually, um, my name comes from Ashley. It comes from 
an ash tree like that's like the meaning of it is like it stems from an ash tree which is like a pretty common um just like running in your mill every day like neighborhood tree so I feel like it all kind of like comes back around and is connected and it makes sense why I like want to go outside and like sit with them in that way wow it's like you're connected yeah you're growing into that connection but it was always there wow yeah that's beautiful. I didn't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've learned something. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like, like we talked about, like the plants have been so powerful. Like you see how you have that connection where it's just kind of like a, a knowing an inner knowing, like I need to go and sit with this tree and, and you're yeah. kind of learning it for me, you know, I'm learning to be a plant, um, t- caregiver, you know, and it's, it's, it's really great. And I feel like you learn so much from it recently and i think this is a big one and this is one where i'm learning about but like the power of medicine plant medicine Mm -hmm. and how medicinal and just supportive plants can be you know and um there have been a couple that i've recently been working with um are there any that are kind of calling to you right now so I started taking holy basil about like two months, like a month and a half ago now, just to deal with kind of like winter blues, depression, anxiety type of stuff. And I can totally feel the difference. I take a capsule of that every day. Um, I've worked with like um, mushroom tinctures before for like anxiety and stuff, um, not psychedelics, just like lion's mane or things yeah. like that have been really helpful. Um, or even I was telling you earlier, like something simple, like I work with aloe a lot, but like for my hair, like I use that, like, or I love aloe water. I drink that all the time. I'll make it myself. Cause I'll just buy like the one big leaf mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll like freeze it and like put it on my face. Or if I have like a scratch or something, but I've been using it like as like a scalp treatment. My scalp has never been cleaner. I love that you brought up the aloe. I think that's something I'm going to try because I, for a while, was using aloe for my hair as well, mm-hmm. and I got out of the habit. When you mentioned that, I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to try that because, it, like you said, there's just so many beautiful so benefits of aloe. Yeah. I think, you know, for me- yeah, what about you? There's been one, <laughs> this is a funny story. I've really been working with cilantro right now. And that's a huge jump for me, um, for listeners, just to give a little background. Um, cilantro has just been an herb that's been huge in my family, my mother's side of the family is um, from Puerto Rico. And so a lot of Puerto Rican cooking comes uses cilantro as like one of the base mm-hmm. ingredients. Um, my husband's um, Indian, so a lot of the food also in his culture uses cilantro as like a garnish or just ingredient. And so I was just introduced recently back to it. But as a kid, um, I hated it, which is funny because I remember a story very vividly. I was in Puerto Rico. We were visiting family and um, a family member wanted to send back some kind of recipe or food ingredient that had cilantro in it. And at the time we were all driving back to my family, I, I believe we were in Humacao's where they were staying. We were driving back to San Juan to fly out. And as a kid, I, I kind of had this like little tight seat and I was holding whatever the dish was. And I can't remember how long the drive was, but it was more than an hour. Mm-hmm. And the smell of it kind of was still on the packaging. 
and it kind of leaked out on me and I smelled the cilantro it so much it got in my pores for the rest of the day and after that I could not stand it it was strong and a lot of people are like that yeah you know it was hard because you know it was in so much of the food um or just ingredients that I knew of and so just recently because cilantro is very inexpensive as well it's you know some of those you know super power foods can be expensive but this I feel like was affordable I was just drawn to it recently to have a certain like breakfast dish or something and I started craving having bunches of it and I noticed for me recently now and it's so funny how we change because younger version of me would be like I cannot believe you even buy that but now I noticed my body started to crave it and I've been having at least a bunch of it like in my food and and sometimes I put it in my smoothies and it can Ooh, be really-, really how's that like what else mm-hmm. do you put in your smoothie when you do a cilantro smoothie it's interesting because like I'll put anything. So usually if I have like blueberries or if I put peanut butter, it's one of those like you would think because in cooking it's overpowering, but really I forget that it's there. It's like a kind of like add in and I add the stem okay. and um, it feels very detoxifying. And I looked up, you know, preparing for this episode because I felt like my body needed it, but didn't know what it was doing. It also was packed with antioxidants. And I was like, oh, Okay, that's a bonus for me, you know. <laughs> uh, but that's one I've just really been working with. Another one you mentioned, holy basil. For me, Thai basil. Mm. It's been one for food. It's been soothing my stomach, and really, it, that's also packed with antioxidants, and it's just been delicious to add to dishes. Um, sweet basil as well, delicious to add to di- to dishes, and. The last two were interesting because I didn't know a lot about them, but mugwort has been one. I've had like a tea or even just like burning some of the incense. It's been really helping me with sleeping in my dreams. And I've always Mm. been a person to have very vivid dreams. It's like kind of like a common thing where I'll tell my husband like, you know, this happened in my dream and I have a lot of recall often and it feels... um, really easy for me to remember but I noticed the difference in when I have the mugwort tea is that if I'm working through something I notice sometimes my dreams I'm like working it out in the dream it helps me kind of have a little more clarity on you know the messages in my dreams or to kind of have even more deeper recall on thinking about something I need to work on or just remember mm-hmm. um and another one um, that I've really been working on, and I want to send a shout out to the book um, Tending to the Sacred by Ashley River Brandt. It's been a beautiful book. It's packed so much just knowledge on rituals and self-care. But the tea that they had, uh, there's a recipe in there with a um, skull cap, lavender, and passion fruit. And now the skull cap has been great for supporting your nervous system and just helping it calm down. And for me, who sometimes has anxiety, if I have anxiety, or sometimes my nervous system just feels very wiry, it helps it kind of calm down. It helps it kind of come back to balance. And lavender can be very calming. And then the passion flower also is a very relaxing um, herb or I guess flower that has really been supportive. And even last night I had some before bed and it just helped me mellow out and come back to balance and and get great sleep. So those are kind of some of the plants and herbs I've been working on that have had some really healing and supportive properties for me and support for me now, you know. I love 
about that. Where are you getting some of like the some of these herbs? Are you like ordering online? Are you like mm-hmm. grocery store online? Yeah, I've been ordering online. I think the brand is like called Mountain. I'll even link it in for, for everybody because I think it is very important to kind of think about the quality. You know, um, I know thinking about like if it's in small batches, like I, that's why I love getting products from like Heal and Rise because it's, fr- you know, the source, the, the owner can mm-hmm. tell you exactly where it's coming from. Um, this mountain brand, I forgot the name of it, um, organic. And it's also in a way that it's being harvested is not doing damage to the earth. And I feel that that's really important as well. Um, but yeah, it has been the hunt too, because it's kind of like you learn about some of these and you want to use them, but also being mindful about like where you're getting from. So I'll, I'll link the one that I've used. And also listeners, if you know of a source too, um, that could be supportive. We'd love to hear of it too. Cause we're learning. Yeah, no, absolutely. DM us. We would love to on Instagram for sure. We'd love to, I think, like you were saying, it's really important to like know where you're getting things. Even like recently, I've kind of even walked away from doing like um, like tea and tea bags. Like I want, yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like the kind of loose leaf kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I want a loose leaf for mm-hmm. sure, and you can tell the difference because it's like the bigger buds of like the flower and the things that are happening in the lavender and all of that. Mm-hmm. And even when you, it's kind of like they're when it's from the herbs. You know, there's not any secret ingredient, secret sugar, secret additives, you know, and, and if, 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 you know, you have your favorite tea and it has that, that's, you know, that's fine. But at least just knowing what you have, is just those ingredients in that alone sometimes is very comforting. Yeah. No, I, I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. So I feel, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. You know, we could go on about this forever, but we just wanted to kind of talk on some of the things that we've been working on with nature, with trees and plants and plant medicine. So we hope you enjoy. We'd love to hear back from you guys. And until next time. Yeah, until next time. Actually, I'm, I'm lying. There's one thing I want to say. <laughs> love that. I, I just want to tell you a book. Um, there's oh, a yes, book. yes. Mm-hmm. There's a book if you want to deepen your connection with trees. Um, this is a really good place to look, and we'll tag it down below. But it's called The Hidden Life of Trees what they feel, how they communicate discoveries from a secret world. So if you just want to go a little deeper, it's a great way to start. I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoy. And until next time, take care. Take care. Bye.